Welcome to another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach. Here's your host, Terry Manrique and Alina Greif. Welcome back to Ask Our Parent Coach. Uh, this show is brought to you by Working With Parents, Central Ohio's leading parenting experts and coaches, where we create a safe place for parents to seek help, support on topics such as parenting, communication, relationships, and emotional intelligence. I'm Terry Manrique. And I'm Alina Greif. Our special guest today is Stephanie Shaw, and we're so excited uh, to have Stephanie here with us. Um, our conversation today is a little different, and I'm really excited to hear Stephanie's story one more time. Um, Stephanie is a nutrition strate strategist, and I think, Stephanie, you have an amazing story about how you turned your pain into your passion. So yeah. would you introduce yourself to our listeners, please? And, and welcome, Stephanie. Oh, thank you both. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah, so you're right. I did have a lot of pain, but made a decision that I was going to turn it into purpose. So I spent 20 years in corporate America, like most women end mm -hmm. up doing at some point. Yes. <laughs> um, then I ran a nonprofit for a while. And during the last two years, of my nonprofit, I got really sick. I ended, I was uh, in New Orleans, walking down the street, um, just minding my own business. And then I felt every heart attack, stroke like symptom possible. And that began a two year journey where I ended up going to 18 different doctors, mm. two were now medical facilities, um, just three different states. So I live in Ohio. I was doctors in Pennsylvania, Oklahoma. I just could not or they couldn't figure out what was going on in my body. So um, I had tests for cancer, for MRIs, EKGs, you name it, they did the test on me. Hmm. Um, and I finally found a uh, naturopath slash chiropractor in the Oklahoma area. And he was awesome because the only thing he did had me do one simple test and he changed my diet. And that was it. And that is all that I've done. And I've been fine for the past couple of years. But what got me to start thinking about how I turned this pain into purpose was one, deep in my heart, I already knew that there was something behind this. There had to be a reason that I was going through all of this. So I, on purpose, took every moment and captured it. That's why I can say March 23rd, 2017, I was walking down the street because I started to think about all of this had to be a build up to a mm -hmm. bigger story. Yeah. yeah. That the two pager was awesome because again, it, it helped me recover, but that was all it was. And I'm thinking, I can't be the only woman who has ever felt like this or gone through this. And the more that I started to tell my story, because for a while I was like, I'm not telling anyone I'm mm -hmm. sick. I'm just, you know, plowing like corporate America teaches you just shut yep. up and plow yep. and show up. <laughs> yeah, show up and shut up. <laughs> but the more I, I'm like, okay, I need to tell my story that makes me, it's making me feel better, but I start to hear other folks' story. And that's where I decided there was purpose behind it. And that's when I started working. Um, I went back, got two certifications. And besides just giving people the, that two-pager and telling them what to do, I help women through the process. So I help become an accountability partner. So we discover what's going on in your body. Then I educate you about what's going on. So you don't, it doesn't happen again. And uh, again, we work together to, to get you to the other side. So most women come to me because they want to lose weight. But what we're finding is when we, I sit down and I peel back the layers of the DNA of what's going on. 
they're getting off anxiety medicine, lessening their depression medicine, sleeping better. So there's a whole gamut of positive results that have come out of me almost passing out on Bourbon Street so and what, I wasn't drunk. So what was, yeah, no. <laughs> there was, was, that's funny. <laughs> so what was it, I mean, what was it that you feel was happening? What, I mean, was it that you, did you feel that you had gained an excessive amount of weight? Was it that you were eating poorly? Like what, what do you think kind of led up to this, um, the situation that happened where you just felt like you were having a heart attack and your body was literally falling apart. Yeah. So I think it was both of those. So like if any person would look at me, they're like, Oh, you've always been so small. And cause I'm short in stature, I'm thinner built, but it, I was, I had too much weight on my particular frame <laughs> and it was starting to impact everything like rapid. I, I knew if I had actually paid attention to my body, I would have discovered it a lot sooner because my hair was thinning. I had rapid heartbeat from um, walking upstairs. My hands and feet were tingling. Um, so, yeah, it was the weight gain. It was the I was getting up two, three o'clock in the morning and couldn't go back to five. Well, all my girlfriends were. So we were just laughing about it like, oh, that's just old age. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of creeping up on us. But it it's because the the conversation around hormones and the impact that your hormones have and the fact that I would I'm. I was a vegetarian, but I was also a, a what I think we, we had uh, coined it in my house, like a carpetarian. What is <laughs> so that? Eating tons of eating too many carbs. Carbo. You know, <laughs> when you, you give up meat, you replace it with carbohydrates and sugar. I, I ate a lot of sugar, mm. too. So between the fact that I was I had gained the weight, there were things that were going on for years. And then there was that mindset that this is normal. You ha I had to live with thinning hair because my mom and grandma had thinning mm. hair. Or I had to wake up in the middle of the night because everyone I talked to, we were all laughing about it. Everyone was waking up at three o'clock in the morning. It was quote unquote normal. Mm. Um, so those, those are things that I always caution people to start listening to. And when your doctor starts to say, oh, that's normal. Oh, you're aging. Yeah. Oh, I see. You stop them in their tracks and either get them to support you, help you, and or move on and find someone who actually and, will. And you have to be your own advocate, right? You, do, you, you really do. do. No yes, one's going to yes. do that for you, right? Yeah, when exactly. We, I feel like when we abdicate that power to someone else, and especially in this country's medical system, honestly, I feel like if we don't demand sometimes mm. what we need, and the answers mm -hmm. we're looking for, uh, we can go down like a really wrong path. And, and yeah. really, honestly, no one's going to do it for you, right? You really yeah. have to be your own advocate. Yeah, I, well, I, especially because medications yeah. give you all these other yes. symptoms and then another yes. symptoms, and then they give you another medication to cover that symptom. So it's like a medication, medication, medication to cover every other symptom mm -hmm. instead of doing what you are you know, going to teach us today or talk to us about, you know, today about taking control of your own health by, I'm assuming you changed your diet plan then, right? Yes. So tell yeah. us a little bit, what did you do and mm -hmm. what did that journey look like for you, you know, and how yeah. did you, one, I guess is like, how did you discover it? You know, like you had said, you had gone to the chiropractor, but mm -hmm. um, you know, what were some of the things, the steps that you took and how long did that journey take you? Yeah. So I, before we do that, I want to step back because something you said is really important yeah. about the medicine that they put you on. So I it was like a year and a half in and I'm like, OK, I give up. Give me whatever shot you want to give me. Four days. I, I ran away from home. I left my son and my husband. 
moved in with my mommy, <laughs> sat down on a chair, and I cried off and on for four days because that was my reaction to the to the medicine. Uh-huh. And um, one of the medicines that they were trying to put me on since then has been recalled wow. and was giving people cancer. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on, especially when their first response is to medicate you. So, yeah. um, Terry, you're exactly right. That's what I did instead of, um, because I'm a lightweight anyway, like I can't take mm-hmm. a kid's t- half Tylenol. So I knew <laughs> that, but you know, a lot of pa- years plus worth of pain, you just, you mm-hmm. just kind of give in. But I did just that. I did. I changed my diet and I started to really focus on not just, um, what I ate, but portions and the type of food I was eating and did the food have enough um, but by being a vegetarian, was I making sure that I was getting my B12 and my magnesium because I was low in all of those areas. So what I did is I um, and it's part of the protocol that I use now with women. So before or actually during. But when you're working with me, I do this part first is mindset. That was huge because I had to start thinking why I was sick, why I wanted the sugar all the time, why a commercial at eight o'clock at night for pizza would say, oh, let's order pizza. Like I had to start working through what was going on in my mind and why I had chose not to take care of my own body. And mm-hmm. that's, that's like step one of the protocol that I help women with. And then I started working on inflammation that I had in my body. And inflammation comes from having so much sugar in your body. A lot of dairy products cause inflammation. Meat causes inflammation in the body. So recognizing that all of that inflammation in the body leads to the weight gain, the rapid heartbeat, the sleepless nights, um, cancer, diabetes, heart disease, all of the major things. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I started looking at foods that were lower in inflammation. that impact my uh, inflammation levels at a lower level. Then I, um, part of the protocol that I've made for myself. And now that I also use is around metabolism too, because I thought like a lot of women, you know, you want to lose some weight, you exercise more, you eat less. Well, that's not what our bodies are designed to do. We need to keep a steady metabolism throughout the entire day. So I always talk to my clients about how are you getting your protein, your fat, and yes, your carbohydrates. Uh, How are you getting that at every single meal and eating consistently throughout the day. And once I started eating more consistently, cause I was, I could go to three, four o'clock in the afternoon and not eat. Yeah. And then, too. yeah, I know. And it's so, it, and it, a it lot feels of women okay. do that. Yes. Because you're so busy. You have mm-hmm. so much going on in your life. So once I started saying, Nope, I need to get up, drink some room temperature water, you know, first thing that hits my body. If I, you know, people don't like water. I always say put some lemon or lime in it. Um, to help your body become more alkaline. But once I started eating more consistently throughout the day, the tingling in my hands and feet stopped, the rapid heartbeat lessened some. Um, that, that um, have you ever seen like the Snickers commercial where they're like, you're, you're hangry? Is it hangry? <laughs> yes, hangry. All, all of that stopped because I started to steady my metabolism throughout the day. And then the fourth, so mindset, inflammation, and metabolism are three of the pillars. But the fourth pillar that I work on is hormones as well. Because as women, of course, we know estrogen and we know when we get our cycles, we may feel a little down or so forth. But there's so many other things going on in the body. So once I understood cortisol more, like I was always on, like your cortisol level, your adrenal glands, they're there. And like someone's breaking in your house. Yes. You're supposed to get that adrenal rush. You're supposed to know what to do. But if you live like that all the time, 
then your body starts to break down. And I was living like that all the time. It was so funny that the, um, my initial, um, chiropractor slash naturopath, he gave me like 200 questions to answer. And one of them was like, if you watch a movie, do you jump at the movie? I'm like, yes. It was like really small things, but it's because all the time I was like, oh, oh. like I'm always yeah, cortisol, right? about- yes, yeah, which is a yes. stress hormone, it right? That's being stress. released. And so yes. when you're constantly releasing that hormone, you're living in constant stress, right? Yes. It's chronic stress. It is. And, it, and sometimes we don't even realize that we like... So I, it was a badge of honor to me. And I find other women finding it as a badge of honor, like mm-hmm. not, not the stress part, but you know, I have some, I'm always on, I'm, I, you know, I can bring home the bacon and fry it up in the pan. That's like aging me with that old commercial, <laughs> but, but you know, you're, you're, you're feeling like you're superwoman and you need to be everywhere, do everything, work, volunteer, take care of the kids. And that was one of the largest things that was causing my body to deteriorate. So mm-hmm. once I got those four things in line, um, that's when I started to see changes. And it took for me, so I was late 40s when all of this was going on. It took, I would say like a year, year and a half for me to like feel quote unquote perfect. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All good. And mm-hmm. now when I have like a bad day or I want to eat junk food or whatever, I know, okay, that means like take an extra yoga class and then for two or three days or a week, make sure you're eating more clean. Mm -hmm. So I know how to make that adjustment right now, but it took a while. And if for everyone, it's different. I've had clients for like two weeks in and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm sleeping all night. And I have other clients that again, it will be more like me. It takes longer. It's just, it kind of depends on what you've done to your body. And though, again, Mm -hmm. from the outward appearance, everyone will be like, I can't believe anything will happen to you. You look like you're physically in shape. But inwardly yeah. and emotionally, I was suffering. Well, I mean, whatever you're doing is working because I, I, when you say you, this happened in your late 50s, 40s, I'm looking at you and I'm like, wait, what? I know. You look like you're in your 30s. I'm like, you what look like you are about? in your 30s. So, oh, thank you. Um, whatever you're doing is working ladies. that is for sure thank you very much so anybody who wants to look and feel better man they need to definitely reach out to you no seriously though i do think that the more that we take in these natural things the more it helps our youth yeah um it helps our skin yeah. it helps our bodies you know there's just so many benefits to it but it is hard to do it is hard to do there's no it is hard, hard to do so like what are like how well how do you encourage someone to I mean I know you said the mindset is first mm-hmm. um but once they get past the mindset what are some things that you encourage women to kind of like what what are some small adjustments that they can just at least start making yeah. you know because I know that you do it when you make small changes at a time yeah you know they become good habits yeah. right yeah and the mindset is like forever in a day like it always is continuing because you know our mind goes a million miles per hour so we're always working on that but some small things like we start with a kitchen cleanup. So what does that really look like pulling the junk out? And so for one client, um, she just knew that, you know, these are the snacks my kids eat. I kind of like them sometimes. So I just had her put a little note on the snacks. I love insert your name. So like when she goes to get the snack, you like kind of see that sign. You're like, okay, I can pass this. Time. <laughs> so just little things like that. And, and it, you don't have to always pass. So like, if you think that you need to be at uh, 100 all the time, that kind of takes you to the 
other side of it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, eighty to ninety percent um, right. is good. So things like that, little mm-hmm. little cues, so mm-hmm. you won't eat things that um, may not be right for your body. That's one of the huge things that I say. Also, um, if you uh, are eating um, a lot or you feel like you're always hungry, start to think about why. Like, am I always hungry when, like me, I'm watching a commercial or, Mm. you know, I'm at the grocery store or you're getting extra things or you're going to the grocery store when you're hungry. Those are like small cues. And then another thing is like putting your fork down between bites. It's like kind of irritating to you because you could just like keep going. But when you do that, it your brain starts to think, okay, do I really need some more or can I wait? And the one that I like the most is, are you thirsty or are you hungry? Because I ask the clients to try to drink water, what, like especially if it's not time to eat. You, you know, you're like six o'clock in the afternoon, but it's not supper time yet. Drink a glass of water and see if you're thirsty or if you're hungry. If you're thirsty, then you know you'll be satisfied. If you're hungry, okay, you drink some water, eat and drink some more water. Um, but those little tiny things really, really has shown a big impact in a lot of people's lives. So it's really about what you're talking about is being more aware, right? Yes, more awareness yes. of where mm-hmm. you are, what your body is telling you, mm-hmm. and just paying attention, right, to your yeah. to those little signs your body is giving you, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And, 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 and learning how to interpret those feelings we have and what they really mean right right yeah you're right and the the awareness comes along also so we do a a detox Uh, Mm -hmm. I hate to call it a detox we do a reboot um but we take like four weeks and then we pull out all the grains the dairy the meat just everything and then slowly add things back in Mm -hmm. and part of the food journal isn't like what I've eaten but how do I feel yeah so Mm -hmm. for example you know if you like me it's Mm -hmm. so weird after I took mine I like peaches cabbage apples things that you wouldn't even think about avocados or sometimes eat with me um but they weren't the major things that people automatically assume Mm -hmm. so when you start to pull things out and then make those notes you know two hours after eating an avocado, my stomach was bloated, then you can, you know what you can start to pull out. Interesting. I also do um, a DNA analysis. So they send me um, hair samples and I send it into a lab. And then that mm-hmm. helps also. So we understand better about what's going on in the body because I can't make a, I can't make, um, if I did a plan for both of you guys, they might be about 80% the same, but we're all so unique that I need, I always make sure that I'm, making the plan based on what that particular client needs, not that, you know, go out here and look at my 300 different recipes because everyone has to, they, you have to learn what's right for your body. And yeah, yeah I've noticed, um, I've noticed a game, like for me lately, my, I've gained weight and I'm like, why am I gaining weight? I mean, and I think that's the thing I'm not eating. I don't think I'm eating enough because mm-hmm. I, I probably don't have my first meal until like 11 yeah. um, or 12 and then I have my second meal like around five or four. And then that's pretty much it. So I'm not really eating a lot, but I'm not hungry either. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's, you know, what do you say to those kind of clients that don't eat a lot or who are not, you know, do you feel that's why there is the gain, the weight gain? Because my body's probably holding on to what, to, to my fat, I guess you can say. <laughs> so, to the extra love that you are providing. <laughs> I, like that I like extra love. Let's just call it that. Yes, the extra to the love. extra that I have. 
<laughs> yeah, so that does happen in some cases. Like they're like, I'm eating way less and I'm gaining more weight. But I do think eating more balance throughout the day and making sure that, again, that you're getting your fiber and your protein and your carbohydrates and your good fats, that is when people find um, that they stay full more consistently throughout the day. And that's when you slowly start to see the weight coming off. And it's also, um, like I said, with custom, it just may be something that you're eating that you don't recognize is good, that doesn't work for your body. So for example, I haven't had this type of client, but my local chiropractor had someone come in and like, she was incredibly in shape. It was like sickening, but she had a, a, like a pooch, like a pouch in her mm-hmm. front and she could not lose it. It was avocados. Like she ate avocado. That's a good fat. She ate it almost yeah. every day. It's part of what she did, but her body didn't like avocados. She took that off wow. and the pooch was gone. It's like, really? it's crazy. Yeah. So it's so important that when you're working with someone that they, that you don't take a prescripted plan that they're working with you to figure out what's going on specifically in your body. And that's how you start to see some results. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's really interesting. So much better than going to getting medication. It is <laughs> so much better. Someone just prescribing you a quick, quick fix. That's going to yeah, break something else. Fix. It's going to, that's going to just damage yeah. another part of your I body. Oh, I know. Like I said, the, who would have known it's, and it's, Zantac. So like, you know, that was common over the counter thing yeah. and it's been recalled. So like who would have, I didn't even think, no one would have even thought that, you know, a year plus later Zantac would be recalled. Mm. So you don't know what you're putting in your body. And I, I always say, I'm not a healthcare pr- practitioner. You are having a heart attack. You need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Right. If, but if there are things like I'm a strong believer that type two diabetes can be rectified. If you get the right nutrition coach, if you get the, uh, someone who has a a focus on type two diabetes that can lead you through that path. I'm a strong advocate that cancer, diabetes, heart disease, all of those things can be minimized or you can come to the other side. If you're working with someone who is trained in that area and that's going to use nutrition to help you with your fight. Like I've seen Mm -hmm. it. I know, um, a lady in D.C. who was diagnosed with um, thyroid cancer, she's like, hey, wait, the body heals itself, so shouldn't I be able to heal myself with food? And she did. Mm-hmm. My dad, mm-hmm. we had him on. He's a type 2 diabetic for uh, two months. He finally listened to us. He's back to the dark side again. But he came off, um, he went strictly plant-based, followed exactly. In two months, his doctors were like, oh, my gosh, you've yeah. been a diabetic for mm-hmm. 40 years, and everything's yes, changing. It's amazing. It's a, it's completely amazing, but again, it is. it's so it's that mindset. So he's he's back to the sweets and everything, and it's it 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 hurts my heart because I'm like yeah. you've seen what it can do. So I always encourage yeah. people, an emergency, yes, that's what doctors are there for. But if you can find someone who can support you and do it more naturally without mm-hmm. the medicine, go for it. Try try that route. So we're wrapping up real quick, but yes. I just want to just ask you one quick question: uh-huh. what? What do you find women when you're working on the mindset? Mm-hmm. What do you find what's the most common thing that they that holds them, you know, that's may having them make bad choices by eating, you know, the foods that they shouldn't? Like what's what's one thing that you think that you've heard them realize or that aha moment when you talk to them when they're changing their mindset? Yeah. Almost every single so there's a couple, but almost every single person says, I'm too busy to eat like that. Yeah. I'm too busy to cook at home. And I'm like, no, no, 
no, let's figure it out. So I yeah. always set up a plan. So like you meal prep, so Sunday and Wednesday. So you cook two days, but that's all 21 meals for the, mm. within those two days. So you're, oh, you wow. spend a, a lot of, you know, like about two hours, hour and a half in the kitchen at a time. But just think when you can come home on and a Monday, done, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, and it's done, right. you're grabbing it. Um, so I, that, that has been the biggest thing. I am too busy, but I often say to people like I, my, it was my son's, my oldest son was getting his master's degree and my youngest son was graduating from high school. I missed the dinner for both of their uh, uh, graduations because I was sick, Right. because I was too busy to cook at home, mm-hmm. too busy mm-hmm. to take care of myself. So I always yes. want people to think about. Cost, you need yeah. to take care of yourself first in order for you to be able to take care of your family. And mm-hmm. that's just such an yeah. excellent point, Stephanie, you make, right? We either are going to make time for prevention or yes. we're going to take time for treatment, right? And it's oh, really yeah, like, exactly. which one do you prefer, right? Mm-hmm. Take time for prevention or take time for treatment that's going to come later on, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like my new mom. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Write it down before you forget. I am writing it down. <laughs> no one no one get that website i know right (laughs) and it's not copyrighted so you can use it oh yeah so um so on that note stephanie can you tell our listeners how can they reach you and how can they find you what's the easiest way to connect with you yes so facebook and instagram is lee and ollie and then my website is lee and ollie l-e-i-g-h and ollie o-l-l-i-e dot com so okay same everywhere that's awesome well we'll have all your um, information in the show notes with the links and people can um, find you and I recommend uh, anyone who is looking to change their their health and improve their health and get off meds uh, to definitely reach out to you because I know I mean there's so many documentaries out there about how people are on so many medications Mm -hmm. and after they change their diet and did more plant-based complete turnaround complete turnaround turnaround. so um the work you're doing matters the work that you're doing is saving lives Mm -hmm. and we appreciate you uh being on the show thank you thank you both that's our show for today thank you so much for listening and tuning in um if you have any questions and you want us to answer any of your questions feel free to submit your information to info at ourparentcoach.com Um, You can also visit our website at workingwithparents.com. And remember to apply the CPR philosophy with compassion, patience, and respect with everyone you come in contact with. Join us next week for another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach with Terry Manrique and Alina Greif. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for sticking around all the way to the end. We really appreciate you and your time. Feel free to write a review. Let us know how we're doing. And if you'd like to take it a step further, give us some ratings. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button to watch for future episodes.